Hello and welcome to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. It's Monday, February 21st, 2022. I'm Benjamin Abaya and joining me today, you can find them on a bus, perhaps preparing themselves for a tour of an empty, deserted town in the middle of Texas. <laughs> or you could check them out on their YouTube video game series, Date Night. Please welcome John and Audrey Abaya. Hi, we're here to buy some property. I think that's, gentr- that's what happened. To gentrify the place, right? <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that what they were doing? Uh, what would you buy and what would you sell, I guess? What um, you buy and what you're selling? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think I'll buy a video store. That's a good investment. I don't think it matters. They're all just broken, right? <laughs> Maybe. Honest, I mean, they're know. all just like a messed up. How do you say? Uh, no, you fix it up, though. Also joining us, uh, first time guest. Uh, he's a writer and a co-host of a podcast titled "And That's It." Please welcome to the show, Derek Skies. Uh, hi, <laughs> <laughs> nice to be here. Uh, what would you buy, and what would you sell in your uh, in uh, when he, when once we uh, gentrify this neighborhood? I guess <laughs> I just want to clarify my last name is sykes oh sykes oh i apologize i think in my head i think sky is for some reason um <laughs> it's okay it, it yeah. happens actually all the time okay <laughs> oh so I was Derek actually, sykes. i was going to correct you ben but i was like i think he'll correct him <laughs> so i still did see how far we can go yes. with this um I was going to say, like, once we get into uh, other things, you will see me, you'll hear me pronounce a lot of things incorrectly. So uh, you can always correct me anytime. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, welcome, Derek. Uh, We're happy to see you on here. And lovely. I'm I'm a listener to your podcast, although you haven't been recording lately, but I am am, uh, delighted that you're here. I love you and uh, your best friend Juno and yes. your your banter in between. Uh, I highly recommend um, the podcast. I, I love your guys' dynamic and chemistry. So, Thank you. Cool. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, we usually have a trailer talk on top of the show. Then we have a weekly roundup, which consists of things we watched, listened, played, or read throughout the week. This week, we're actually going to discuss a lot of horror this week. We're going to discuss the latest installment of Scream uh, in the Scream franchise, uh, a couple other films like Till Death and Titan, and a television series on Netflix titled Cooked with Cannabis. I don't think that's horror related, but uh, it depends. Uh, depends on how much you imbibe. Yeah. Um, and then this week's main discussion is Netflix's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But before that, once again, uh, we have a trailer talk. This week's trailer talk is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Is it possible that two living legends are destined to reunite? I'm thinking reboot. Nobody wants a reboot. Rescue Rangers. You need a disguise or something. Grab the first thing you can. Uh, what? Rescue Rangers 2.0. That is a clip of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which will be available on Disney Plus May 20th. If you're a subscriber to Disney Plus, uh, it is starring John Mulaney, Andy Samberg as Chippendale. 
Also in the movie is Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, Kiki Lane, and Kiki Lane. Um, really quick, this is a live-action film features animated the animated version of Disney's Chipmunks, Chip and Dale. I'm going to ask you, Derek, first. Uh, do you have a fondness of uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? And what's your thoughts about the trailer? You know, I'm not sure that I grew up in an era where Chippendale were like a thing. Um, I don't think so. I was uh, born 1999. I don't remember. Oh, any- wow, you're young. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old. Right now. So I don't think we had any Chippendale cartoons, except for sometimes we'd see old ones at like school functions and stuff. So I have very little connection to Chippendale. Um, in general, however, I think this um, trend of renewing like old children's properties is a little confusing to me because like the target audience isn't going to be familiar with oh, them like, necessarily. Like the, kids, the kids these days aren't going to want to go watch Chippendales, huh? I don't. I. I don't know. I mean, it could be a huge success, but mm. that's just like this. Seems like a more obscure property if you're not gonna like age it up <laughs> for the people who really appreciate it. Yeah, like it's actually weird that they are bringing. <laughs> this is actually a surprise because I don't think any none of us knew this was going to happen, especially produced by like. Uh, the Lonely Island crew. <laughs> like I feel like that's like the the group of people that I wouldn't even expect to like touch this property. Um, it is weird. Uh, how about John and John or Audrey? Uh, I'll ask Audrey first. Uh, do, did you grow up with the the Chippendale? I mean the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, there was like a a block, right? Mm-hmm. Disney something. something yeah, I remember this and like Tailspin and like Darkwing Duck and uh, Scrooge. Like, Scrooge. What was Scrooge's? The the Ducktales. Oh, Ducktales. Yeah. Oh, just Ducktales. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. Well, didn't they? Well, they did Ducktales as a television Disney Plus thingy, or no? They no, no. That did. was before Disney. I think they did. Was well, they it? added to Disney Plus. Yeah, everything. But it was added. a show. But it, it was, was a re- show a before. Show, yeah. Right? Yeah. They had like Disney, the actual channel at the time when on just regular show. cable, yeah. not not a streaming, yeah, not yeah. A, a separate app. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think this this is probably a better choice than like Tailspin. I think Tailspin is a little bit more uh, obscure. I think I think everybody, well, from our generation, I guess, like really enjoyed like um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think this is uh, their attempt, Lonely Island. I feel like this is them wanting to try to revamp that. Maybe um, I don't know what would be a different choice that could be a Roger Rabbit. Thing. I mean, they actually do. Rod- they have Roger Rabbit in here, so. Um, but I like Chippendale. I liked it because it had the I forget the girl mouse. Was she a mouse? Oh, they're all mouse. Are they all mouses? I think they're all mouses. Except one was well, Chippendale's a chip. They're they're chipmunks, and then there's the big mouse. Is she a mouse? Uh, gadget. Gadget, gadget. Gadget. Yeah. Gadget. Gadget. Yeah. Gadget. Gadget. I don't know the guy, but the other guy was obsessed with cheese. And then there's a fly. That's um, it's <laughs> zipper. Think? Zipper. Yeah. The pet fly. Yeah. Is he a pet fly or like a bug? I think it's a fly. Is he a bug? Um, yeah, I don't know actually. <laughs> that, yeah. that, it's a house fly. It's a house fly. Is it a house fly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I mean, it, there, there's a lot of different things going on with animation and like the real life, um, real life people. Um, 
I think it's like very um how do you say like trying to be like capturing like today's stuff with like with like a e true hollywood story type mm-hmm. of thing i feel like that's an like a, i feel like that's a 90s thing right like watching the e-news channel things like that and i guess this is like a they're coming back i don't know what what would they what would they come back for i think a reunion like the popular things right now like friends and oh. all fresh pitch fresh bel-air right but now. didn't they like solve crime that, that's a tv show though i think it's going to be like a galaxy quest type thing where oh, i don't but think there so, has to be like i don't think thing, yeah right? i don't think someone hires them to solve a crime i think they end up solving a crime oh. like uh probably a murder Ooh, a murder the galaxy quest like i don't know approach is interesting actually yeah. <laughs> if that is what it ends up being like that's interesting i'd love to see two washed up chipmunk detectives <laughs> <laughs> it is actually you're right because in the trailer they're actually at some sort of con like yeah i don't know if it's comic con or something but they're in some sort of environment where they're being beloved by you know and then they have fans. zip ties around them for some reason like they're arrested or captured <laughs> yeah i'm not sure yeah probably probably a big fan captures them i mean they're Pretty easy to capture. Mm, have, you yeah, tried to, have you tried to capture something small? I don't think so. Oh, sure. You're right. I never chipmunk? captured a chipmunk before. <laughs> what about you, John? What do you think? Uh, I like it. I, I, I think I know the approach they're going for. What it is, is a nostalgia approach. But they're doing the thing like Space Jam where they're combining all these properties yeah, together. Yeah, it feels like a lot, right? Like uh, in your face. But hopefully it's better than Space Jam. <laughs> I mean, Space Jam did, 2 or Space Jam? Space Jam 2, too. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like they also have different people, like different uh, properties from different studios. Or I don't know what's how the Seth, they did what's it. What's the Seth Rogen supposed to be like? I don't like know Sims that. Is. I think that's just a video game like thing, or oh, like okay. not video game, but a animation like CGI early, like that one with like uh, before Shrek, but kind of Shrek. yeah. Was it called Beowulf? Beowulf. Oh, Beowulf. Do? It does yeah. look like Beowulf. Yeah, you're that right. style of animation back then, and then yeah, it seems like that's what they're going for is. It's almost, it is in the world of Roger Rabbit, where toons live among the humans. That's what I'm hoping is. Uh, you think I there's going to be like a relationship between no, I, a, human, I, I, I uh, a this, live human and an a, a animated uh, chipmunk? Probably, I think they're, they're going to be. But I, I'm thinking it is going to be like a Roger Rabbit mystery. Like it's going to be that. I even tweeted this out. Like, I hope it's like Judge Doom to show up as the villain, uh, oh, Christopher Lloyd's yeah. character. So I was like, if it is, I- I'm all for it. Like, if it's going to that approach, like continuing, like this world continued on, and this is what happens. Well, at Disneyland, Toontown isn't there, like Chippendale yep, yeah, and yeah, Roger Rabbit yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Whatever takes place in Toontown. Maybe they, they go, go to Toontown. Yeah, they're about Disneyland. And then Roger Rabbit says, "Like, I, I solved the mystery before. I don't know how to he do this. He never talks like that." <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I like Lonely Island um, comedy style. So hopefully, it's it is jarring though the animation of the the chipmunk still. There's too much. I feel like there's a lot going on. It feels flat, like very very flat until they Uh, you see the CGI. Like the CGI, one of them is I don't know which one. Uh, I forget who's who. Is Chip the red nose? I don't know. I mean, one nose? looks like Indiana Jones. They show. I think Chip is the one that. No, um, Dale. Dale is looks like, like Indiana Jones. Yeah, and Dale's like the. Dale is, looks like um. Like what's his Magnum name? P. Hawaiian. Not Magnum, Hawaiian. Is that Magnum, Magnum P. P. I. It's Magnum P.I. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Adventures. 
Um, <laughs> you can probably hear Murphy in the background. <laughs> she found a chipmunk. Yeah, she probably sees a chipmunk right now. It's actually kind of crazy. I don't know what's happening downstairs. But, <laughs> uh, don't worry, listeners. She's not being attacked. I think she is seeing someone in the street right now. Oh, another dog. Okay. Um, but, we'll, you know, the show must go on. And yeah. uh, Murphy has to be somewhere in this show, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, my really quickly, my thoughts. I mean, is she loud, actually? I don't even know if uh, she's no, loud. I, she, she's okay. I mean, you can okay. hear her. I mean, That's we can good. hear her, but it's okay. You're okay. louder than the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, my thoughts. I don't know if you guys ever watched that movie from the Lonely Island called um, Popstar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of rem- yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, but with cartoon characters. I don't think it's going to be as like vulgar. Like rated R sort of. I don't know if Popstar was rated R. It was. They it was more of a to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it had to be I love Popstar. Uh, but it is interesting. I want to see how they take this approach because they're using their sensibilities from like that type of creative minds and approach it with like a kid's uh, uh, polish, I guess you could say. So uh, I'm interested, like if they're going to have jokes for adults and jokes for like kids too. Um I wish there was like the original voice actors doing it. It's kind of weird. They're not in there. <laughs> Who's it? Who says that they're not in there? That's true. Yeah. But like John, you know, Mulaney is doing Chip and Andy Samberg is doing Dale. But, um, but but maybe when they do the show, it's a different voice when they're outside. Oh yeah, you're right. Like that could be yeah, like the Chip and Dale's in the show like, are actually doing a, sh- a voice. Chip and Dale's yeah. a show, so yeah, they yeah. they're acting in that show. This is their real voice. Is John oh, they're Mulaney. putting on a voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. when they come out, they're oh, like, that'd be interesting take. Yeah. I feel like John, you you giving all these expectations, and none of them will be met. Well, oh, once maybe we watch yes, them. yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be Space Jam two again for me. Yeah. yeah. Does it come out? Does this movie come out this year? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, May twentieth. It looks on the like. plus or on the theater. Uh, Disney Plus only. It looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. But yeah, that is uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Let's go do weekly roundup. I don't know if um, Derek, do you want to join us as we say <laughs> yeehaw? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, have you ever listened to our past episodes? <laughs> He's all like, no. I, I'm, just, I, I'm worried about timing. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's fine. So when you say um, weekly roundup, we'll say yeehaw, Ben. Yeah. Uh, really wait, wait, quick. wait, wait, wait. Last time you guys said something else. You we didn't said say, hee-haw. That's why. It's it not is. hee-haw. You're it's not a donkey. Yeah, yeah. You're not a donkey, yeah. right? You're a yeehaw. You're a cowboy. Okay. Uh, in the count of three, uh, one, two, three, yeehaw. yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw this, yes. All right, Derek. That's fine. <laughs> but let's just start with you, Derek. Uh, I know you watched something, uh, and John and Audrey watched the same thing. We want to briefly discuss it because this is like one of our only times, because I don't think I'm going to watch this movie anytime soon. Uh, we could have like no spoilers too, uh, but uh, what's your thoughts about the latest Scream movie? Oh, I loved it. I saw it twice. Whoa, okay. In, <laughs> in theaters, both in times. In theaters. I saw it twice in theaters, uh, opening weekend, actually. I saw it with my dad, and I saw it with a couple of my friends. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it, it was cool. Like It felt like the first Scream movie that was like for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... I don't know. I thought it was fun. I I didn't agree with necessarily all of its um, critiques of the genre, but I appreciated its critiques of the fans. Mm, yep, yep. And yeah. 
Um, I mean, it was it was brutal. It was funny. <laughs> it was, you know, everything I could want for in a screen movie. I gave it. I think I gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. It was. Oh wow! Yeah, I I, I had a good time. um when it comes to like ranking of screams like where do you have this on like the five films um i i put this in the middle of my screen ranking Uh, yeah is uh i'm assuming is scream one the your top one still no it is not oh whoa okay it's never been my top one oh whoa okay what's your top one (laughs) i really didn't want to get it Oh, no, it's it's fine. Like you can just um, say it and you don't have to have a reason okay so my ranking is two four five one three interesting um i actually don't know what my rankings yet because i haven't revisited any of those movies so i feel like revisiting will make me rank them um i know john and audrey you guys watch it too i what actually watch it audrey oh yeah audrey didn't watch it yeah he, well, she thoughts? didn't rewatch it that's why oh yeah. yeah i mean i walked in and out and was like oh yeah there yeah. she is they're, they're, they're her bangs now. I so, think I yeah. watch it the wrong way. I have AMC Plus, and that was the only time I could watch it. And it had, it felt like those commercials, they kept on fading in and out. So I was like, I don't know if I'm watching, watching the right uh, format. If they're cutting so, out yeah, parts yeah, of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. What uh, but what's question? your thoughts about the new Scream 2? Uh, I think, yeah, to expand on Derek's one. Yeah, I, I like it too. Um, it is in the middle for me too, but it's, it's a fun movie. Like I, I miss the characters so much with the the legacy characters, and then even introducing the new ones. Uh, it's fun. Like they, they kind of knew what was missing, or what, or they knew what to comment on on today's horror, horror uh, community. You can say, and then they, I think they nail it, especially what Derek said about the fans and how. It, uh, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but there's, there's a, there's a thing they talk about uh, with the horror community that i agree (laughs) about it and then it's like oh this is kind of cool they acknowledge it and it is fun how they acknowledge it and then at the same time it's like oh wow (laughs) this is like to the extreme of the uh that type of uh, that uh that culture i guess you could say it's really hard to talk about the specific thing they comment on without spoiling the ending yeah, 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 now I'm curious because this is getting me like uh, amped up to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's um, good. Like it, it's. I think the fun part about the screams are when they they comment on horror, but also still push like the tropes and whatnot. But they're still maintaining it. Like this is our world. There's another world, like in the stab universe, that they're commenting. It is very meta always, but it's always like we're looking at them and they're looking at another thing. Now they are because in the original scream they weren't looking at anything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, because yeah, I hadn't. Had oh, yeah, had I would. Say, I would say this is probably the most meta one. Yeah, yeah. and it, like it makes me feel like are, is it is well uh, is um what's his name? Who's the villain? I always forget his name is now. Ghostface. Uh, Ghostface. Does he just like breaks the fourth wall and looks no, at no, the no, 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 no. This is scary movie. Man. <laughs> it's not like that. It's uh. It don't don't it um scream is always going to be like set in grounded reality a little bit and it, it's yes. still it's always it's, it's a person yeah it's, it's always, always going person. to be a person okay. like it's never going to be like other you know be another Michael being myers yeah or, mike myers yeah. okay yeah. uh how about you audrey 
Um, I liked it. It was uh, sometimes the meta-ness got was a little bit too much for me, but I, I love going to, to see horror films in the theater because I just get really amped up and I'm like, I'm like, just stab her, just get her, get her, you know, sort of thing like that. And it was fun to be around other people when we went to go see it and stuff. Um, uh, so Derek, I, I had a question. I thought it was interesting that you saw it twice and the first, one of them was with your dad and you had mentioned that uh, you're born in, uh, was it 99 you said? So was so is your dad um, somebody that got you into horror? Because since this came out before you, uh, the original Scream uh, came out before you were born. Uh, not really, actually. I mean, my dad definitely formed a lot of my pop culture tastes, mm. but not horror. Neither oh. of my parents are really into horror, so I kind of got myself into horror. Because um, oh, okay. when I, you know we still had like video rental stores until I was like 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would always go and like, look at all the covers of the horror movies oh, um, in the horror section and like freak myself out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just remember I was really obsessed with scary movie. Um, did you see, did you see that first before scream? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's like my my brother and I, we saw Spaceballs before Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it created this uh, impression about Star Wars that I thought, oh, this is actually a serious movie. <laughs> and then, you know, in Star Wars, they don't reveal who Darth Vader is in the first movie. Or like, where is the part where <laughs> yeah. the dude reveals that he's the cousin's uncle, whatever. Oh, part. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really will funny. say, I, yeah. I think the movie it affected more was when I finally saw I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of interesting uh, references in Scary Movie. Like, not just the Scream uh, reference, no, no, no. I love it. Well, like several horror movies one. are referencing. Yeah. I mean, I was really obsessed with like the whole series. So we would rent, like, I would rent a scary movie every weekend, just kind of rotating through the franchise. Um, I would like from the ages of like nine to probably twelve. I was just obsessed with those movies. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> and then, like, I got into high school. And I started, I mean, I'd seen a couple horror movies. Like, I saw The Descent at a sleepover when I was like, Oh, wow. That's a... That's... Um, and I'd seen, I think, Final Destination 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best of the... One of the best of the Final Destinations. Yeah. I mean, it just has that scene with the logs. Yeah. Which is, yeah. That's oh, is that why. the log one? Is that, is that the one in the car that everybody always references? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Whenever yeah. you're driving, you will always move away. Um. But then when I got to high school, I started to kind of seek out the movies that the scary movie movies were parodying. Um, And then from there, I just got obsessed. And now I've seen so many things. That's a pretty cool, like, like beginning of your horror, uh, uh, you know, obsession, I guess you could say, Uh, to watch like a movie that parodies these things and then actually get dive into the actual movies that's pretty cool um but yeah yeah i I was gonna say like um besides that is there like a movie a horror series that you love the most i guess a franchise well my favorite horror movie and one of my favorite movies of all time is the texas chainsaw massacre oh nice Mm. the original yeah um 
I and that's what I only saw that a couple of years ago because um, I was already I was already in college when I saw it for the first time, and uh, it was just not what I was expecting it to be. I kind I had no idea that it was like it predated all the '80s slasher mm-hmm. movies. I thought it was part of that same wave, and I found out it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And then I saw it, and I was kind of expecting it to be like a Halloween or a Friday the Thirteenth, and it is very much not like those movies. <laughs> so, um, so I was very pleasantly surprised, and then I just kind of fell in love with it, and that's kind of then informed my taste in horror ever since. Oh, I love that actually. Uh, that that's the series that brought you more in depth into horror. Um. But yeah, speaking of more horror, I you also watched something else this past week. What did, would that be? Uh, oh yes, I watched the movie Till Death on Netflix. So this is the first time I've heard of this. What is this actually? Same here. <laughs> so this is um, I don't know if you guys know the Stephen King book or the movie based on it, Gerald's Game. I do. Uh, Netflix, oh, yeah, Netflix has a that. good uh, version of it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Joe, yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Um, yeah. Good book, too, but I really like the movie. Um, so this is... I don't I don't want to say it's a ripoff because I actually think it's doing different things than Gerald's Game is, but like, if you just looked at like the one-sentence premise on Netflix, you'd be like, this is a ripoff of Gerald's Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it stars uh, Megan Fox and... Yeah, a woman is chained to her dead husband. Um, a little bit in, different. No. In a little <laughs> rental house after he dies. Mm. Um, I mean, that's basically yeah. Gerald's game right now. So, but go on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, um, there's some other surprises in there. Uh, the house, uh, it, it seems at first very random. And then as the movie goes on, um, like she realizes that all of the utensils and sharp objects have been removed from the house and oh. her phone has been destroyed and everything. And so like it, um, the, the, the plan essentially that her husband has um, put in motion to continue to harm her after his death um, become like becomes revealed, and it's very dark and twisted. Whoa! That sounds like a very healthy relationship. <laughs> it has, um, you know, that kind of, you know, there's that moment where Megan Fox just kind of, you know, kicks it into high gear, um, as is often the case with these movies. And from then on out, it's like a a real battle for survival. That that it was pretty cool. I really liked it. <laughs> So is this, you said, uh, is this from the Stephen King novel or it's just similar? No, no. It just has a similar setup. Okay. 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 It sounds cool. Yeah, I know. I, I like, I, uh, I, I kind of like Megan mental. Fox when it comes to horror. I think she does like a good job, even though she's probably only starred like a couple horror movies here and there. Uh, doesn't he, I feel like aside from um, Jennifer's like, body, yeah, Jennifer's body, I feel like she's in a couple more I've seen her in. Um, how was actually? Oh, this actually came out this year. I didn't realize, or last year, last year. Yeah, it, it's a it's a really um recent movie. 
and streaming on Netflix. So very accessible for a lot of people. Cool. I'm probably going to look into that because I, I really like that type of scenario of how someone could survive when they're put in a awful predicament. Um, but yeah, speaking of awful predicaments, I guess, John, what did you watch too? <laughs> what? Wait, wait. What is that the mean? setup of my <laughs> Oh, no. I, want, I, I actually don't know what that movie you, you're going to talk about. Like, what's the whole premise? So that's like, I don't know. Uh, you're close. I guess you're close. <laughs> what's the, 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 the themes are not themes, but like part of the plot is. So, yeah, I watched the second film from Julia uh, Ducor- Ducono. I probably say her name wrong. Um, she wrote and directed this film. It's her follow up from Raw, if you guys watch that one. Oh. And at the time, I didn't know she wrote and directed this. I think is to this, Audrey, is, I was like, Is this that thing you're watching on the computer and I yes, was in yes, bed? Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, I was like, you were, I was, you were like kind of scared that I was watching it because I just kind of looked up. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I think when I talked about it to, with you and I told you like, oh, this this film feels like raw. It has the, like just the way that directed and stuff like that. It just feels like that. And I, I looked it up. It was the same director. I was like, oh, okay. That's, mm. She has a style. Like it's a, you can feel her direct direction and cinematography mm-hmm. and all that stuff on in this movie. Uh, so the, the, the film stars Agathe Rossell and Vincent Linden. Um, so I'm going to be very, very vague <laughs> about this film. Uh, right now, I think it's streaming on Shudder. So if you want to watch uh, Shudder or Hulu, Hulu, sorry, Hulu on through Hulu. Uh, so if you want to watch it, uh, watch it right now. It's only like an hour and a half movie. It's really quick, too. <laughs> uh, the pace of the film is very quick. Like it goes to one scene to the next. But it the main uh, person is Ag- Agatha. She plays a a woman named Alexa, and uh, she gets in the when she was young. She gets in a car accident, and then ends up having a titanium plate in her head, like oh. in you know mm-hmm. to save her and whatnot. So throughout the whole movie, you see a scar on her right ear, uh, back of her ear, basically that where the yeah. the titanium plate is at. Uh, that's only like you know the first five or ten minutes of the film then it goes through a lot <laughs> like um uh, i have have any of you guys watched saw here yeah i saw uh not raw raw sorry oh, raw yes raw, raw. okay <laughs> uh, it has similar like quirkiness or like the, you know she doesn't really the director doesn't really explain certain things of aspects of what's happening uh you just go with the flow and then there are some moments in this film where I'm most squirming at, at times and moments I was laughing and then moments where I was like very like in awe of what's happening. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it gives you like very various emotions throughout the whole film and I, I really, really like it. It just, it was very, it's just different. It's like, I, uh, like, you know how people say like, we need more originality. I feel like just show them this or raw <laughs> like like this this is what you guys want right mm-hmm. like this is... are you saying instead of rebooting rescue rangers yeah yeah, yeah. Should be more... <laughs> yeah, yeah. More yeah show <laughs> show this movie to all your all your uh kids and their friends yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> uh here kid watch titan or <laughs> titan i forgot how to say the name um but yeah it's i i don't want to like speak too much about it like the plot wise uh it i didn't like some movies you know where it's going i feel like this one i didn't know 
at all where it was going the the themes it um uh that's how i felt with raw like i watched raw with no idea what the movie like the premise was i just like turned it on and i was like oh wow this i love this movie (laughs) and and in this film i watched a trailer for and i was like oh this looks interesting and then watching the movie what they show in the trailer is in there but the way they cut that trailer you don't know what the hell is like it's it, they did a really nice job of like making you not they don't show the film in the trailer so uh, oh, okay. like you know the story wise and yeah, stuff like yeah. that so that's why I, I really like appreciate when i watched it i was like oh this is really good like it's it had me on my you know the whole time engaged the whole time but yeah that's uh you can check it out on hulu it's oh titan 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 it would be I, sorry uh because it's french it would actually be titan oh titan, titan. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> i like that i like that titan. yeah i think i like that sound is i mean the correct film? way yeah, to sorry. Sorry. it is a french film but also, <laughs> her yeah. other film is a french film too that's why okay. yeah uh, uh audrey you didn't watch this or did you watch raw audrey too no i know the premise of it but i haven't actually watched it and did you if you watch raw there is one character from Raw that shows up in here. Like the actual character. No, the character. Straight up character. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's fun. The Raw cinematic universe. Yeah. 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 I'm all in it. <laughs> that's oh, that's going to be interesting. RCU. I mean, <laughs> uh, have you watched this, Derek? The, yeah, the I saw this uh, when it came out in, when it was briefly in theaters back in November. Oh, nice. Oh, it came it's, it's insane, right, Derek? <laughs> like the... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I loved it, but yes, yeah. it's insane. <laughs> And, Dang, now, yeah. now I'm because uh, this is like a movie I was expecting uh, to come out later on, like you know, on uh, video streaming, or whatever. Um, so I'm still putting it's still in my queue because I love her. I love Raw. So um, and that just like it's like one of those movies. Raw was one of those movies where like yes, like uh, finally uh, I feel like there's the, like this. It still has like horror elements, but not all the way horror that. And then it's told a story, uh, a simple story, but it's also a story that if you're in that, that, I don't know if that situation, but people could probably resonate in a way using uh, metaphors and whatnot. So, um, so I'm looking forward. I don't know if you could probably, you know, associate something with this if there's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what? what? Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> I never heard of that metaphor before. Uh, but I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to watch this movie. Um, so in, uh, ending the weekly roundup, um, Audrey, you watch something that's less horrific, I guess you could say, yeah, uh, not, cooked, no, hor- cooked hor- with hor- cannabis on Netflix. Yeah. It, it just came up on, what is that? The cue or the little scrolly thing? You know, you like this, you, oh, might, yeah, you yeah. might like this, um, cooked with cannabis. It was, it's actually just a one season show. I guess it came out in 2020. Um, uh, I don't know why it didn't get picked up again. Maybe because it's not as uh, super aggressive as other cooking shows can be. It's actually very pleasant. When yeah, I no, I really liked it. It's it, it is a competitive cooking show, but it's very laid back, and it felt very uh, nice. <laughs> not to say because they were high, but I'm just saying. Um, but uh, I was surprised. Kalise is a co-host, and this other gentleman I've never heard of called Leather Stores. Stores, S T O R R S. Um, I guess he's a chef in Northern California that um, cooks with cannabis. Um, but it is three, three people are competing, uh, for $10,000 basically. And, um, each, there's only six episodes, I think. 
Um, so it's like a quick little watch, but it was um, hearing people's stories with uh, in general and with cannabis was really interesting. Um, I liked how they kind of showed how they did the infusions before and how they planned on using them with the food. Um, I haven't actually had anything with like, I guess you would say like a meal with cannabis. Like I've had like edibles or other things. Brownies like that. the closest thing. Yeah, probably. yeah, that's true. But like they're having like whole meals. Yeah, and yeah. Things. Like they would use oils and butters and uh, powders and stuff to uh, enhance their flavor, and they would do both THC and CBD too, which was interesting. Um, but just to see everybody like they like they're um, there's two hosts that judge, and then there's like a table of uh, guests, I guess, and they're called best buds. And I guess they go over there and it's just it's comedians and like actors and things like that. Um, but it's just funny to see people's level of um, high, high, highness, I guess, as, as the meal progresses. Uh, there was only one instance where one person, I don't even know who it is, but she was there for the first meal. And then all of a sudden she disappeared and they didn't address it at all. So I assume <laughs> she got too high or something happened. Um, but it was really interesting. This this show, like this one and nailed it. Like I, I really like cooking shows. Uh and competitive shows, like I think the first one I really remember that I enjoyed was Iron Chef, like a long time ago, the original one, the Japanese version that used to play on the Food Network. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always really interesting to me. Um, but this is like the first show that made me actually want to like learn how to cook more. Like I, it really seemed interesting. It seemed fun to like you could add something that can just uh, have give people a whole different experience with food than just, oh, I'm full, you know, or sweet, you know, sort of thing. The episode I watch with you, it is, it feels very, it is, it is a typical cooking show, mm-hmm. but I think the way they're presenting it, even with the cooks, yeah. they're all professional. There's no one's like, you know, like nailed it style. It's everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah. They, they're, ha- they have ex- some experience. They're explaining everything thoroughly of how, what they're doing, mm-hmm. why they're doing it. And even so, because it's also, I don't want to say like chemistry, but they have to it tell you. Yeah. yeah, they have to say like we're adding this much THC mm-hmm. or this much uh, CBB. Is it called C- CBD? CBD. CBD. So is it's interesting. Mimic. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just hearing them do that, and plus with the ingredients itself mm-hmm. to make sure you have a good high. I guess they're trying to do like it's not like yeah, overwhelming can, for yeah. The, you can control it and the, the what is it called? Down. The buddies. Table, best, <laughs> best buds, best best but table. Best buds. Oh, buds. Okay, I get it. Get it I didn't yeah. even understand the reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, okay, but yeah, it it looks like a really like laid back show. I didn't watch like all of it with you, mm-hmm. but just coming in and out, I was like, oh, this looks uh like a just a you know relaxing time. It was, it was nice. I liked how they got to some people use the entire plant just to mm-hmm. see it. I know they have other shows like where like here's the ingredient, like a weird ingredient, and you're supposed to use it all. But it's just really interesting to. Uh, to see that i thought it was fun uh um, i was looking at their guests and lists it's mm-hmm. uh it's a r- wide range of guests <laughs> yeah ricky lake was on the first one it yeah. was funny i was like oh what are you doing here i don't i don't well, i mean i don't know 90s ricky lake is kind of that. yeah <laughs> she was excited though she loved it yeah um derek have you ever cooked with cannabis i don't know <laughs> i'm putting <laughs> out there <laughs> no okay (laughs) the other day my roommate and i well my roommate and podcast co-host juno um did walk over to the convenience store and it took us it's literally two blocks away and it took us like 20 minutes because it was so icy and we decided to walk um um literally to pick up gummies and then when we got there she forgot to ask for them so we just ended up getting like soda and snacks and then coming back and we were like oh 
And then Adam, you were like, well, oh, we're no. not doing that again. Oh, no. <laughs> it's snowing right now over there, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it hasn't snowed the last couple days, but it's still cold enough so the snow is everywhere. Um, oh, okay. And because the snow actually melted um, and then froze again, everything is super icy. So it's like a real fun time over here. Mm. I, never, I can only I, imagine because I, I, I watch technology. like, you know, when you go on TikTok or whatever social media, I see videos of cars and people sliding when there's like a road that's ice or uh, they call it black ice where, yeah. uh, where everything's everyone just sliding around. And I think that's uh, it's some of the, sometimes it's dangerous, but the times that I feel that were, uh, I was humored by are, are kind of fun. You like, you like to, you, you get joy off people's misfortune. Not the, not, not the, not the, not the ones <laughs> I mean, where uh, people no, are. It is. It's always funny when someone is <laughs> on ice, like, but it, it also, you know, I mean, it is dangerous. My yes, dad works yeah. for the Department of Transportation, so his job is literally just to deal with um, oh, wow, yeah. the roads and everything. Um, so, like, I'm not saying it's not dangerous, especially when it gets on like the highways and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if we're like just people walking around and slipping on the sidewalk and everything, like most people are okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my favorite videos are like when they're trying to climb an uphill. And they just keep on falling. Like they'll slide, like it's like a slide, and they just tr- they they just keep on persevering and try to go up that hill that's made out of ice. Basically. Oh, you like the human story of it? Yeah, like, yeah. You're just trying this to is a human, human story. story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I guess that's it for a weekly roundup. So yeah, we we discussed Scream, uh, Till Death, Titan, or how you say it in French? Um, Titan. Gone and cooked with cannabis. Uh, moving forward, we're going to go to our main discussion. This week's main discussion is Netflix's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Leatherface. Looks like it's you that he wants. I'm not going to let him kill you. Fear no evil. Fear no evil. That is a clip of, Le- not Letterface, of <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, directed by David Blue Garcia. It is starring, it's starring Sarah Yarkin, Elise Fisher, Mark Burnham, and a bunch of other people I actually don't uh, know that well. Uh, it's a huge cast, though. Um, but yeah, this premiered this past weekend. And it was very decisive, uh, decisive, de- uh, divisive. Uh, de- what word am I looking for? Um, divisive, I think. Yes, uh, on social media, a lot of people had a lot of the 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 this, the, the discourse in this was everywhere. I feel like uh, if you're in, into horror movies or even films, uh, just li- listening or reading everyone's reaction was interesting. Um, I don't think I need to explain what. What Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It is a as a um, legacy film, I guess you could call it, uh, which is a continuation of the 1974 movie by Toby Hooper. So uh, I guess they're 
disregarding all the other movies and not recognizing all the other movies in between and just like Halloween. I mean, isn't that that's how Halloween is? The newer uh, ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Halloween version. Yes, where it goes from the first Halloween to the ne- the new one. Uh, the, my only complaint when when they do this is that it's always the same title and it gets confusing to me. Uh, especially if you're trying to recommend it to someone, you're like, you need to watch this year's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, the thing is, it's not the same title. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, in, this case, in Halloween's case, it was, and that yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. This one isn't. Uh, it's uh, separated by a couple letters, not chained together. I guess you could say, and the word the. <laughs> so yeah, technically it's not the same title. I feel um, bad for Halloween because they, they, there's three movies with Halloween. <laughs> the word Halloween, Halloween in it now. Halloween and Halloween. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, they're all the continuation of the story. So uh, I want to ask Derek first because you this is the franchise that made you appreciate uh, horror more. What's your thoughts about this one? Um. So I am just going to say, for the first, like, 19 minutes, I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what is happening? What is, what's the point of this movie? And then that first kill happened. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm all in. <laughs> that, was that was really great. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this first part uh, spoiler-free. So. Yeah. So I won't say any more than that. But, like, once we, once we got to the kills, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this. Um, and then as I thought about it more and I, I talked about it a little more, um, I actually really like this movie. Um, it is exactly in the middle of my Texas Chainsaw movie rankings. Um, so it's uh, fifth out of nine. And yeah, I don't know. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. Uh yeah, we will probably talk more in spoilers then. Uh, how about you, John? And uh, oh, we'll start with Audrey, actually. Uh, no, thank did, you. Were you a fan of the original? And how uh, how do you like this one? I am a fan of the original. Um, I want to say I probably saw it when, uh, probably, John, you probably showed it to me in like the beginning of oh, our, our relationship. relationship. Yeah, because yeah, you just brought me in with all this. Um, <laughs> I do like the the original one um i love the way that shot it's so visceral and it feels very real and um it's uh, actually like texas chainsaw is it two i think it's two the texas chainsaw massacre two that one it's um it's just so strange i love it the one yeah. the radio station yeah one yes yeah yeah yes yes i love i just uh it's so it's so out there but it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful piece um this one too it was a little bit in the beginning i I didn't understand what was going on i was like i was like no this is texas chainsaw supposed to be in a house and i don't see a house and then i was like we're in a town that's that's different but yeah i I would agree once the once he uh started killing and uh became him again then (laughs) it was it was uh it was pretty good um was it how how long was it was it hour and a half hour and a half so yeah it was not even it's actually 75 minutes without credits yeah oh wow credits was actually long (laughs) i was like really surprised like how long that was Mm -hmm. 
I did I did enjoy the young cast. I don't I can't remember exactly the original young cast or uh from them if if this is supposed to be if each of these characters are mirroring those original characters mm. or if it's just these are just uh young kids and it's the a, a final girl situation sort of thing but um it was just the one boy huh the one boy that was there out of those the, two boys wait are you in this in the, film in the oh group, yeah this, in the friend group yeah there's only that one boy, the one yeah. boy yeah and yeah i think i think that was good i liked that i enjoyed it how it about was, you john, john? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, john. Uh yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm a fan too of the original one. Um I haven't watched a lot of them. Uh, uh well, I haven't watched most of them. <laughs> How about that? Uh the I, I don't know, I don't have a ranking for these uh, for this series, but I, I enjoyed it too. It is similar to like uh Audrey's and Derek's uh point where the first, you know, almost a half hour was uh you're wondering what is this for a moment and then I, I know they're establishing like the characters and what their motive is and whatnot, but you're just waiting for when they will show uh, Leatherface, basically. And then when they do show it, it's all all out, basically. And then just see him uh, being brutal <laughs> with the, these characters. Uh, uh, yeah, other than that, I, I really I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I'm in the the same boat or the same bus as everyone else. <laughs> the bus uh, freedom. Oh no, that's um I the first like yeah like the first like oh yeah 10 minutes or so I was thinking like uh when you know when were we going to actually get to the massacre I guess part of it. And I understand they're like establishing characters and everything. Are you just repeating what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That does. laughs> um but otherwise I thought I, one thing I thought it was shot really well, like cinematography wise, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I found out that um, what's the name the the director he he was a cinematographer uh, before, so that's why like that that the the framing and the lighting mm-hmm. and everything is there, um, and then like also I appreciate that they didn't hold back like uh, Netflix. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like I don't watch a lot of Netflix horror movies that are produced by netflix but uh, i was surprised that they didn't really like hold back on the kills in this one well netflix didn't produce this oh yeah yeah distributed yeah yeah, they they only distribute but so so i'm surprised that they it's legendary who uh helped produce it and uh bad hombre it looks like so uh yeah i'm actually surprised that they distributed it actually i wonder if there was like a deal somewhere i don't know like the history of like how this came about, like if they just, it was, this is on the shelves and then they bought it uh, later on. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate the kills. Uh, some of them uh, were kind of really gnarly, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, I really was really impressed with and uh, some of them, I wish there was more uh, to it, I guess. But but other than that, I think we should just get to the so like Derek when we get to spoilers this was actually coined because when we watched Spider-Man uh, we called them spider spoilers um, <laughs> even though the film doesn't have to have spiders in it yeah there's no spiders uh, we just adapted that because I, I you you don't see it but I throw webs at uh, <laughs> us uh, so here I am throwing webs for spider spoilers 
Okay. Do you hear it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can hear it. Yes. Yeah, uh, I know it sounds weird. But, uh, I did, I don't think I hit anyone though when I threw it. So. <laughs> you, you don't need to say that. Okay? So, you know, I think that's the thing that makes it awkward. You keep what you on say. It. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm like Spider Man. Anyway, I'll start with you, Derek. Uh, is there anything you want us to discuss in the spoiler realm uh, that you uh, want to bring up? Spoiler web, Ben. Spoiler web, yeah. <laughs> um. Y- Lots, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, a, a fun. This isn't really spoilery, but just a fun comparison. It takes like thirty-five minutes for someone to die in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What? Um, so they cut that like almost in half in this movie. Hmm. Oh, I did not oh. even realize that too. And uh, like the original wasn't even that long too. Like no, the, the original is also under eighty minutes. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, what like? I mean, this this franchise kind of has a has a history of doing that because in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two, there is fifty minutes of screen time between the second and third kills. Wow! Oh, I did not know that. Too. <laughs> um, which is just I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, this, these movies are, you know, some of them are you know slashers. Um, I wouldn't call the first one a slasher necessarily, but um, they they kind of don't necessarily play by the rules. If anything, this feels like the most by the books slasher. Oh, okay. Of maybe the whole series. Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah. So that was just that's just a, a little um, note I thought was kind of interesting about the series structure. Um, thematically, I think this movie is pretty in line with the original and its sequel. I just don't know that it executes all of its ideas super well. Yeah, it's probably like kind of mishandled here and there. Like, um, uh, I, I think the biggest example of something being mishandled is uh, the school shooting aspect of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of... Because <laughs> actually, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen. Um, I think I read it. It's an interview from our podcast friend Richard Newby, where they mention. I feel like he asked the director in the article in the Hollywood Report article where he the director was like framing it in the same way as the original when it comes to like the Vietnam War, and the, his take is like school shootings. Or like the Vietnam War, I guess he he mentioned. Uh, I can see how that um, would play well in a Texas Chainsaw movie. I just, and I know he came in. I know David Blue Garcia came into the movie after yes. he started production, yeah. so he couldn't change anything like story or script wise. So I don't, I won't hold him accountable for this. Um, how if he had had full control from the start? I wish he could have handled it, that aspect a little better. Yeah. Um, because it felt the Vietnam War stuff in the first and second movie feels really nuanced and subtle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Whereas here, I mean, you know, there's the character of Chop Top isn't subtle. I, should, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but, um, here, I don't know that we actually had to see 
like the character of Lila lying on the floor of her school surrounded by her dead classmates. That's true, yeah. That was a bit that was a um I don't want to say a bit much, but it felt very disconnected. No, from, yeah, it had it had no place really. Yeah, it felt kind of actually just random. <laughs> it felt like it's one of those things where she communicates it by saying like you know you kind of see that with her wound and then she mentions it later to i forgot the character's name but the man in the shop the auto shop and i feel like you didn't need the flashback Mm -hmm. you kind of us living especially uh i'm assuming you're gen z right (laughs) yes uh yeah so like knowing this like you 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 were born the year I think it was like the year after or the year of Columbine. What it is nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so like that. Our the past couple of de- uh, decades that we know what are like you know school shootings and whatnot. Like we didn't need to like. I feel like he didn't need to hammer it down to us <laughs> that 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 theme and whatnot. Yeah, and I mean that it's a perfectly believable backstory for a character mm-hmm. you know yes. of her age. Yeah. Um. I just, I, yeah, I feel like it could have been handled a little better. That's, yeah. uh, but in terms of, I think, this series' overarching theme, which is about how, you know, uh, American imperial violence, like, pushes people to monsters, or, yeah, pushes people to become monsters and then pushes everyone else into the teeth of those monsters. Is is still um, applicable here? Yes, yeah, uh, I I would agree. I just like you know, and there's different reasons. Like in the seventies, it was the Vietnam War, and there was an energy crisis going on. Um, you know, automation was causing a lot of people to lose their jobs, and so to feed themselves, they had to start literally eating each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the second one. It's still about the Vietnam War, um, but it's stylized in a very 80s way. I love that. <laughs> I mean, the poster kind of gets... Oh, yeah. The, gets the the Texas poster. Oh, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. That mm-hmm. is... Like, if I made a top five horror movies, both the first and second one would be on that list because oh. I think there's such an interesting duology um, because of how different they are from each other. Yeah. Um, and here, I mean, you know, you have everything of a hallmark. I mean, this movie was made in 2020. So, you know, you have, you know, uh, older Gen Z, young millennials as the, the majority share of the cast. Um, and they're behaving, you know, like the worst stereotypes of themselves. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, I just want to say, I think Melody is maybe the most annoying character in the whole franchise. Really? Okay, yeah. I can see she, that. Is she the, I can't remember which one. Which is She's she the, the, the one that we're supposed to think is the main character. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The one where her head got chopped off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't didn't like her. territory, like, so it's okay yeah. to say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, you know, they're influencers and gentrifiers. Um, so it all felt equally timely 
and, and maybe, in fact, maybe this movie is simply just dealing with too many different ideas. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I think how I might be yep. the thing that's holding it back from being mm-hmm. like capital G great. Because, you know, a lot there's a lot of cool ingredients, but I don't know that they're handled well. Yeah. I, I would uh, totally agree with that too. <laughs> uh, there's like aspects of it, like why why do we need this, and uh, why why are like you know uh, why this character represents this and whatnot. Uh, how about you, John and Audrey? Go go. Oh no, we're just staring at each other. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna go first. <laughs> No, okay, I'll go. Um, yeah, with the with the two sisters story, um, I felt it was strange. It felt like the the school shooting portion was only there to show that the one girl with the straighter hair, uh, to only show that oh she's afraid of a gun at first, and then at the end it it'll be cool at the end because she uses a gun, you know, sort of. Well, thing. yeah, it's their way of like yeah this she's gun, coming over something. No, yeah, but this gun, a gun can harm people, but. It also can protect you in this situation. I don't know if that's the. I don't it's know if that's the, what they're not going the gun, for. It's the person. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's what they're going for in the movie, but it know. seems like that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, and then the, the, the with the older. I don't know if she's even the older sister, but the other sister is like, "Oh, I have to protect you." Like it felt like if those two, if that well, story was taken out, it could have been different. Like I don't know. I, I think it is the. There's too many. Um, too many themes and not enough just stabby killy because mm-hmm. because it makes you feel like i i empathize with um leatherface because in this film I, I i feel like he's just trying to protect his home all these people are coming in and it's mm-hmm. like get he's the heck uh out. macaulay culting it no just kidding. oh yeah yeah he's macaulay <laughs> he's kevin uh, uh mccallister yeah. yeah yeah because i mean these people are coming in they literally took his home on on what is that how, how would you say that like well, yeah, incorrectly we find out, or yeah, bad, yeah. you know, they they were not in the right, even though they felt they were. How do you say entitled millennials or whatever, like coming in? Where do all these kids have all this money? I don't have any of this money to That's go exactly buy. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, when I, I was watching it. Like, do I mean, influencers make this much money? They could buy a whole town. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I could barely just you know get McDonald's twice a week if I wanted it, <laughs> let alone buy a whole town. Well, I, I mean, even- I, what I'll say what I know about Texas is that that real estate is already cheaper. Oh yes, that's true. Um, so so I, I don't know what a ghost town in well, Texas would cost. Yeah. I mean, if we, we all four money. of us put our monies together, we could yeah. buy a, yeah. a town. <laughs> then. I mean, cause you also have to remember they're planning to sell. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah. True. Right. Some of it. But so the- they probably spent more money than they would, you know, normally spend on like, a house or something because yeah, yeah just so they could open up a restaurant like yeah because uh, they had a food truck i think and they said they mentioned that like the whole town cost less than it was costing them to rent space to park their food truck yes yeah that is awful on both fronts i don't know but, <laughs> like i mean because i guess they're coming from austin and like you know keep austin weird so i guess they're like cool kids or something i don't know but um I just love, I love when they revealed his, uh, his pseudo mother, right? Because she's not the, she's not his No, mom, it mom. seems like the story is that she adopted him. Took care of him. Took care of him after, I'm assuming, the first movie. And but he then, was an adult in the first movie. Yeah, but they show the picture of him. Is like a care, like a character. Yeah, in the background, that photo. Taker, yeah. yeah, sort of thing. There's a lot going on here. So but, how, um, are we expecting Leatherface? How old is Leatherface in this movie? He's older, like. He... Uh, it, a very, if we want to say a very generous 
uh, young age that Leatherface could be in the first movie, like 18. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Then yeah. he would be like 68. Yeah. In this movie. He's kicking ass for 68, man. I can't do all that stuff. <laughs> like, I don't think I could. I, could, I don't know if I can even lift a chainsaw. <laughs> I feel like they're heavy. Well, like the power, like it would go, you know, like I don't think I can keep it straight. And you can cut through all kinds of stuff and people. And he broke a wrist. And then and Sally's supposed to be also People like, are made of butter in this movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Sally's supposed to be in her 50s too, right? Yeah. Or like... Uh, I see 60s. Because she would have yeah. also been at like 18 in the first movie. You're right, yeah. Oh. I forgot that they're like teenagers in that movie sometimes. Yeah, they're, not, they're not like children. Yeah. That, yeah. That's dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything to add, John? Oh yeah, like I I like the kills. What's your guys' favorite kills? Uh, I'll I'll start with mine, I guess. Yeah, start with yours, John. Actually, no, you guys talk. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> running through it in my head right now. Um, I love I love his like little his butcher knife to the head. Like, oh, you're a chef. Here's a chef tool I use to kind of <laughs> oh to his face you. to yeah. the chef kid. Yeah, it's very torturous though because he lived for quite a while. Like, so that we're half his with half a head or half like just kind of slidey off face. That's that's one thing I too I noticed in this film. They do a lot of homage to like the original, like mm-hmm. that scene. Oh, the swinging door. The swinging door. Uh, then you hear him, and then he's coming out. I was, oh, okay, they're doing that, and they do that camera noise a lot i guess that's like the clicking like shutter (laughs) yeah Um, but it doesn't make sense in a context they they did it when the person was opening a barbecue grill yeah where's that coming from because everyone has a phone no one's actually taking a picture on like a filter it's a snapchat filter (laughs) if they did that i don't know if i would like this movie if they like zoomed out and someone used a it was a filter it was a filter (laughs) so i'm like I do um, love like the meta ness to when they're inside the the convenience bus. store and you saw oh, that oh, oh, yeah, cool yeah. oh yeah they zoomed out shirt. yeah uh, I love Texas but it's like a chainsaw um, oh it was very um I don't know if you guys have seen the 2014 Town of Dreaded Sundown no <laughs> but well hey I highly recommend it. it's a great movie but. In the same way that that movie, in that movie, the town was, like, monetizing off of, um, like, a movie made about murders. It seems like this gas station was monetizing off the documentary made about the murders. I do, yeah. I would love that. I do love how, like, they... You know how like a lot of, a lot of us are into like crime the the what do you call that the crime not crime genre the true crime true crime yeah Mid. and like uh, that they're using that as a way um, to yeah to monetize <laughs> uh, I, I just thought that shirt was kind of cool I was like oh I, I would buy that shirt uh, in a heartbeat um, and get your heart cut out a too. dead heartbeat yeah <laughs> <laughs> John did you decide what your favorite kill is. Uh, I guess, I mean, overall, I did enjoy the bus scene. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for that banker woman who was trying to escape for... I mean, she's escaping lo- the wrong area. Like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that bus was not designed correctly because there should be <laughs> uh, easily... A, a oh, yeah, there were no exit thingies. Huh? <laughs> Emergency uh, escape windows on every bus. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I guess there was in the back because that's how Melody and Lila got yeah. out. Oh, but that was in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that bus was put, uh, designed poorly. 
but um, it's also like an old timey bus. But it's, it's not like the Greyhound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's turned into a party bus. Yeah. For people that uh, afford a town, they couldn't afford a gray bus to take them to this town. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, bus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But yeah, I enjoyed that kill. Um, I kind of like the, the banker because I think I like how it's shot where mm-hmm. you see her escaping and then you just see her. I think the sound design is really neat. If you listen mm. to her body sliding it, it, off the bus side of the I bus. I wonder how they did that with special effects too. But it looks legit real when she's trying to crawl out and then she slips down to the... Because it looks like a one track kind of. Yeah, yeah. the way it seamlessly goes to one scene to the, or from one side of the bus to the other. But still having her body slide down. Probably did like a a, a camera trickery there with practical and CG, probably. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I also like how Letterface is very, what'd you call that? Agile or he's quick in this film too, the limbo. And I like how he, I don't know. So I, I don't know. I haven't watched like all the films. Has he ever done that with the chainsaw where he'll toss it on the ground to try to? Oh, Achille, Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah. Achilles well, she, she did it. Like he I don't, tried to, but he she got away because she I don't she remember off. him project using using his uh, chainsaw like ninja stars. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering too. Has he ever done that, Derek? I I know that chainsaws get thrown around a lot in this movie. Usually not um, underhanded <laughs> and <laughs> not on the ground. Um, <laughs> But I feel like they always end up missing. So no, I think this mm. is the first time he <laughs> he was able to incapacitate somebody by sliding his chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> and he used it smartly, where he rev it up in the what do you got? Uh, uh, what do you call that? In the like a blanket area or whatnot, Blank- and then what? to trick. Uh, What's her name? Oh, where he put a fake him by the thing. He like yeah. pulled it, and then he's like, "Oh, she's gonna go over there." And That's why he is Kevin Mc- McAllister. Yeah, McAllister. <laughs> uh, he is Kevin film. McAllister. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't know. It, it just if I feel like uh, joy when I see him like try to figure out what to do, uh, Leatherface, and mm-hmm. how he will proceed to kill these people and it's like oh let me do this and i'll go here and then get them like i don't know how his mind works but he knew exactly what to do in such situations i mean he uh, is a child he is a uh, you know 70 year old very strong child <laughs> that's, that's a scary true. thought man <laughs> it's, it's, it's very scary. uh but yeah those are my thoughts i guess do you have a favorite moment. kill derek um i have two that are really sticking out in my head uh, the first is the very first kill, which is the officer oh, yes. in the back that. of the the van when he breaks his arm and then stabs him in the oh, neck yeah. with his own broken bone. <laughs> that is lovely. <laughs> that was again. That was when I was like, "Oh, okay, sure, <laughs> I'm I'm totally into this movie." <laughs> and then the other one is one of the bus kills. It's not any of the named characters, but he he chainsaws this guy. And then while the guy is still on the chainsaw, also gores a girl. Oh, yes. Looks like he's fucking her with a chainsaw. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that, yeah. I was like, because this is not the first. I mean, in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, it's very obvious that the chainsaw is supposed to be his dick. Mm -hmm. um, In many scenes of that movie. (laughs) And so it was just interesting to see that brought up in a very different way here um 
Yeah, it was. So that was a that was one. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, also, shout out to maybe the funniest kill of the movie, which is Melody at the end. Oh, <laughs> oh little head. Little I think that came out of nowhere for me. Mop. Like, I don't know. That's not like a callback no, well, to any the, of the uh, well, original it's not a call movies, out, right? Half of it. The, the yeah, fact yeah. that Lila is in the car driving yeah. away yeah. is a callback. I, oh, yeah, I like yeah, it's yeah. now a but, of course, autopiloted yeah. car. It's now a Tesla. Yeah, yeah Tesla. <laughs> so I, was like, I, I feel like I just wish it was like a bloody face, I guess you could say. Uh, well, he didn't cut off her face. He only cut off mom's face, I think, right? Yeah, uh, Mrs. Mick, I think is her name. Yeah, um, but yeah, I really actually like that kill too with Melody because it comes out of nowhere. Uh, I know, I feel like isn't it like her using the chainsaw against him? Is it? I feel like I've seen a image where the one of the original movies they do the exact same sort of. Uh, um, there is a chainsaw fight in the yeah. second one between. Um, the sh- the Dennis Hooper character and Leatherface, um, and also the Stretch, the radio DJ, also mm. uses a chainsaw against Chop Top in that movie. Wow! Um, I need to so revisit times, But actually, the one I can think of most clearly isn't even from a Texas Chainsaw movie. It's from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Uh, where the girl in that movie uses a chainsaw against Jason at the end of that movie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I need to revisit all these. Like, weirdly, <laughs> the most uh, straightforward example of someone using a chainsaw against a villain. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not even in this, it's not even in this franchise. I know. It's um, kind of, yeah, it's kind of cool that they could just do that with other movies. Um did did Audrey, did you say what's your favorite kill here? Oh, I like the 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 guy when he was because he's a chef and then he used like a I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he used a butcher knife like on half his head. And then like I felt really bad for him because everybody else well, most people like, you know, it's it's a horrible way to die, but it's somewhat instantaneous death. But he was walking around for a while. And mm-hmm. that that felt that felt very torturous, you know, very uh malicious. Yeah, yeah. He was like uh still alive. I mean you also feel bad for Richard, the commander, which the the guy who um, the contractor, yeah, the contractor. Oh too. yeah, I liked uh, his character because I was going back and forth like, oh, are you going to be the? I think they the, did the that creepy, purposely. The, the creepy honky yeah, yeah. guy, but the no, then he was kind of cute, and then he was like, oh yeah, I'm 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 here to protect you guys. Like it's really, and then and then he got a. I think they purposely head. made him like that, where well, of course, purposely, but um, <laughs> where you have to sit, you know. Even though they had a rough start in the beginning with the the two characters, Melody and him, mm-hmm. they he in the end still like we're in this together because there's something worse out there. It's this guy. I don't care. I mean, we, we we can put us at our politics. Our differences. Yeah, differences. <laughs> uh, we there's this guy who's trying to kill us, and then in the end, yeah, he gave him the keys, her the keys. Yeah, uh, you know, to help them out. Although maybe he he didn't take the keys in the first place. <laughs> to be fair when he had when he had taken the keys the first time he didn't know leatherface was coming back <laughs> yes, yes, yeah yes. yeah do you think he even i feel like there was no hint that 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 character even know knew like there was like uh like that man or oh, that 
person could have been uh, Letterface. I yeah, think Letterface. that's the whole point. That's why he he kept his chainsaw, you know, his chainsaw that he has to use inside a walled in <laughs> area and he has to like break it open. It's he's like keeping that pass away, that guy or Leatherface. Yeah, in case he needs it, then he'll break it down then use it but the town knew that that was her son remember like because they allowed him to come in the no I, I know i don't think people know he was letterface though i don't think people assume i that. think they just knew he was troubled yes yes uh, is yeah. probably how they'd put it but mrs mick was able to you know at least like, somewhat successfully rehabilitate him, him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not an animal but you know what i mean like she was able yeah. to to help him not give in to his instincts um, from his original family. What and do you think he did around the orphanage? Like, I think just help, like or no, or no, yeah, he was probably like a handyman. I'm pretty sure he was the cook or a cook. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a butcher. They never, they, ne- they never had a, they never had an orphan problem. <laughs> oh no. always good around. <laughs> I love his first appearance, Letterface, where yes. it actually yeah. comes out in like the corner of your eye. Like he was sitting on the chair. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Oh, and then know. wait, it, when the melody in them inside the house? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did not. The only thing I remember is him upstairs. It's when Dante is getting the Confederate flag from the window. Uh, you actually oh, when Dante goes upstairs? What? Yes, yeah, you see him in the corner. There? Yeah, it's oh, kind I of didn't dark. Know that. Um, I had I when I watch horror movies, I always have my um the brightness high. Too dark, but There's I noticed like everything his, is I, too dark these days. Yeah, I like I noticed him in sitting on a chair, and in the chair is made out of bones. I was like, oh, wait, okay. so there's no music is it made cue? Out of bones? Yeah, there's no there's no music <gasps> so he cue is at still all. Doing stuff. Uh, when well, it could have been it could have been like a souvenir. Yeah, it could have been yeah. like a souvenir. Yeah. Family home, family heirloom. Yeah. <laughs> just like the flag. Yeah, and yeah, the chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> All this stuff. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that's our thoughts about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. You can watch it now, uh, streaming there. Uh, really quick question before we go: What's your what do you think is could move forward as a sequel? Because he's going back to his own home. What do you what do you want out of the sequel? If anything, I'll start with you, Derek. Um, to write it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in in all, uh, really, I think it would be interesting if he went back to his family home, and it had been sold. And oh. so he's now once again having to, because, you know, the original and this movie are both about people coming into Leatherface's home, like, unlawfully. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's kind of, so I'm just like, let's just keep that ball rolling if we're making another sequel to this. Like, I don't know, it'd be fun if <laughs> the original house had been sold and, like, the interior redone. Obviously, the exterior needs to stay the same so we all recognize that it's mm-hmm. the same house. But, um... <laughs> would you want... Interesting. Would you want them to go, like, how, um... A Toby Hooper, Hooper did with his second sequel, his second one, where it's more of a comedic <laughs> approach? <laughs> I, I mean... Again, I love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. But what I really want from one of these movies is to be as grim 
okay. the original was. <laughs> I feel like we've had a lot of stupid movies in this franchise. And I would just like one to be grim and clever again. Yeah, that's um, actually true, yeah. Because you have Texas Chainsaw 2 and Texas Chainsaw 4, which are both just outright comedies. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw 4 is actually also like a parody of the of the first two movies mm. um as well as also being a remake <laughs> i don't think i've ever watched that <laughs> and then there's the actual remake which is kind of gnarly and grisly yeah it is actually. but it's also like very early 2000s yeah mm. <laughs> and then you know texas chainsaw 3d is like over the top and dumb and fun that's the do your thing, cuz after she throws the chainsaw to him. <laughs> uh, spoiler for the end of Texas Chainsaw 3D. Uh, and now we have this one, which it feels uneven and messy and sometimes stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's wrestling with some interesting and clever ideas. So I would just like a really well-made, <laughs> scary Texas Chainsaw movie. And then... The sequel to that movie should be the funny, like, oh, yes, top campy one. Yeah, The Lonely Islands, the Texas Chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) If they could uh, do that, how about you, uh, Audrey? What what do you want out of the sequel? I think it should, I think it should stay in the haunted house thing. It should be, I don't think there should be, and if well, people have to come in, there has to be some stranger that comes in, like that tries to take over the house, like still, still the McAllisterness. But I don't want, I don't want any outside ideas to come in about like, oh, we're dealing with, um, you know, like, like the themes that they were trying to impose on, in, on this film. I just want it to be, they come in kind of like how that, um, I think that new film, what's that new film that's coming out? X or XX? It's X. X, right? Yeah. Something they're coming in and it's like, sure, you can come on. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a spot of tea. Oh, your, your, your tire broke down. Oh, it's okay. Come over, you know? And then it's just, it's just very like Ed Gein, very like kind of just, you know, fleshy, you know, here's some dinner. I miss, I miss the dinner scene. Oh, same. Think, also, yeah. These movies need to definitively decide if these characters are cannibals or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just say, just say they are. I mean, I mean, it's it's okay, you know. I mean, that's. I, I think that would just explain how they just stay so you know strong and virile. <laughs> <laughs> the secret to a healthy diet: eat people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no wonder they don't have any orphans in the an orphanage. Yeah, see, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you keep you keep the problem that's, the you know under control. How about you, John? How how would you want the sequel to be? Uh, uh same thing. Like just uh, similar thoughts. Like the go when he goes to the original house. I don't know what how the people can get in there. I guess yeah, uh, like Derek said about making it like a fixer upper. Uh, oh, like a couple comes or a young family comes. Oh, what if what if it's there. like one of those uh, HD? What do you call TV? Oh my god, that <laughs> oh, a reality house show. Flippers, like they like house the, flippers, the, the yeah. Texas Chainsaw House. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, won't this film then if they're if they do that, that's that's good. But I'm, I'm I have a feeling I don't know if the director is going to go to like the Halloween 
kills where it's going to continue the next day or whatnot. But oh. he's like a wanted person. Like this is a he's wanted this is like a bigger years, massacre right? <laughs> uh, right. than the other ones. No one knows about it except yeah. for Lila. Yeah. Who, who knows when she'll be able to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Because. Uh. <laughs> that, that car isn't stopping till it gets there. <laughs> yes. What if she just keeps going? She's just like, I'm just gonna stay here. The first three minutes of the sequel is her trying to figure out how to turn off autopilot off a Tesla, uh, yeah. or if that Tesla goes to that house. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. along the way in the road. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually shocked that Letterface like knows his way around that area really he, he well. Up in Texas, Ben. So uh, yeah, knows, sure. Knows. <laughs> I mean, that's probably how he ended up in Harlow the first time. Yeah, yeah right. Away, right. Maybe. Oh my god, this is actually kind of sad. But <laughs> what if after? So you know how the end of the first movie is him just kind of freaking out in the middle of the road after mm-hmm. he chases that truck driver. Yes, yes. Yeah. What if after that he got lost and then just and found himself in Harlow? Aww. Oh yeah, it's true. That's, <laughs> it's like a um, a Finding Nemo situation. Too. <laughs> like a yeah, except his family never came to look for him. Yeah, because they never actually explain what happened. If this is like a direct sequel to the first one, they don't explain like what happened to the family, to the family and, and whatnot. And maybe that's what the sequel can be about. Uh, oh yeah, you're no- right. Yeah. Or I guess probably because he was the youngest, so probably no one else is alive. That's true. There has to be somebody <laughs> in the basement. I'm sure. But he can like- find their bones, and he can, you know, like I don't know. Grandpa is like 110 in the first movie. Yeah. So I who mean, knows? Could be alive or not. Unless he's drinking more blood somewhere. As long as somewhere. he, yeah, as long as he keeps up his his people diet. Yeah. Like, yeah. His people <laughs> diet. <laughs> um, but it'd be fun if he treated them like they do the grandma's corpse in the first one, where they still just treat her like she's alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be uh, interesting to see. Uh, hopefully, we'll see that in the next uh, couple years, too. Um, but yeah, that's our Texas Chainsaw Massacre discussion. Before we leave, we have this list. Um, I know I didn't prepare you for this list, but we call it the freaking awesome list, and we always have it every year. Uh, we add 22 items because it's 2022. And we always ask our guests, um, it could be anything. It could be a person, an item, movie, video games, whatever. Uh, you are actually going to start the list. What would you want on the list? Oh, my. Like from this year? <laughs> what is it? Like from, from this year? No, it could be from anything. It could be anything. Oh. Yes. Well, it's, the thing is, it has to be either you watch it this year, you know. It sure, sure, sure. Okay, that, no, that's that's very fair. You covered uh, it this year. There, that's a good. Yeah, can I? Yeah, it's maybe a little broad, but I'd like to throw out um, Bravo's Real Housewives franchise. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're at a real high right now, and um, I'm enjoying every city that's on. Oh, that's good. I think the only ep- the only season I've ever watched when it first came on was Atlanta. So uh, I mm-hmm. haven't watched. I'm really caught up with anything else. And Orange County wasn't there. Orange County. Yeah, Orange, Orange County, County was first. Yeah, 
Uh, how those many, are like how the, many I, when it first TVs? came on. Those are like the first ones, but I don't think yeah. I've ever caught up. But I'll put that in the list. I'll put uh, Bravo's Real Housewives, uh, the whole series, huh? Yeah, the, every city, every okay, city. Every city. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. That's going to be in our list. So uh, that's going to be in the freaking awesome list. Thank you. And where can they find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Derek Sykes seventeen um, or on. Uh, IG at uh, Derek Spooks. Um, Ooh, I like the handle. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> also, you can find my podcast, and that's it, featuring Juno and Derek. Um, we're also on Twitter and IG. I just don't remember what our handles are. Um, we are on hiatus at the moment, but we have a couple episodes recorded that are coming out sometime maybe so uh otherwise you can always go back and listen to our um archive we have three seasons out um we have just our first season when we kind of talk about a random collection of movies season two when we talked about a bunch of werewolf movies um and season three we went through the entire nightmare on elm street and friday the 13th franchise and that was really fun um yeah cool thank you uh yeah i was gonna mention because i I listened to a handful especially the the last like i think seven or eight and uh it's funny that you say the friday the 13th uh not friday uh, the nightmare on elm street franchise because that's what john and audrey are going through right now on their uh podcast show uh kill them all so yeah um I, I love like listening to you. You, I think the last episode I listened to was uh, Juno invited her, her father. <laughs> yes, well, it's so actually we had an episode come out on New Year's Eve. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, because it it just it was in the vault for so long. Juno invited her dad on to rank all of the nightmare movies. Oh, <laughs> and then the sequel to that, which we had ready for months, I just didn't ever put out but is now out it's our most recent episode came out on december 31st we invited my mom on yeah <laughs> to rank all of the friday the 13th movies that's nice. it's really awesome i feel like if you like i love your guys banter and uh i, I also your parents so shout out to your parents <laughs> about that i think oh, we shout out to all parents yeah so that's all parents or any people who take care of children John and Audrey, where do they can find you two? Uh, you can find us playing video games at datenightplays.com and you can listen to our horror podcast, Kill Them All, on Patreon. Cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abaya. You can find all of us on our Patreon. Uh, you could check our Patreon at thefreakingawesome.com. You can become a patron for no, no less than a dollar every month. This helps us offset the cost of running a website and podcast. But if you can't do that, please support, listen, subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. This allows us to get more visibility to all those platforms. We really encourage like everyone just to like rate, uh, especially rates on the Apple Podcasts uh or leave a comment um follow us on twitter and instagram at tfa now or like us on our facebook page at the freaking awesome if you want to email us it's at contacts at the freaking awesome.com 
I also mentioned we have a TikTok. I always forget about this because I don't go on it as much. Who's talking the tick, man? It's at the freaking awesome. Uh, we don't have anything, but I think I'm going to put um, Murphy content, my my dog. <laughs> That's what I thought you were there. supposed to do. Just put, huh? just put the dog. Yeah, yeah. I, pretty, I, pretty I think I know how to engage with people with that. Uh, I think people love dogs overall. So, you think? Um, <laughs> so I'm probably going to put that out there. Uh, before we leave, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listening. Thank you to CSA Chow for producing the podcast. Also, special thanks to our new patron, Monique. Um, oh, yeah. Before I actually leave, too, let me promote myself a little bit more. Um, I have a episode of The Real Impact. It's where I invite a guest and they choose a film, uh, a film that impact them the most. And uh, Monique Jones is my guest uh, this week. It's going to come out sometime this week. Uh, and we discuss um, Cinderella, the 1997 movie uh, starring oh. Brandy and Whitney Houston. And uh, it was really enjoy enjoyable a podcast uh, recording it. Uh, I got to know a lot about Cinderella and that movie speci- spe- uh, especially because at the time it was one of those event uh, movies uh, for Disney. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, you, you, had, you had to watch it at a certain time, a certain day. And everyone had to gather uh, on a television. And you didn't have Hulu or <laughs> streaming service to play it back. So it was like a, a wonderful moment uh, at that time. But Did yeah, you, you watch find it? That, huh? Sorry. Did you watch that movie before? So you can find Tony? that movie particularly on Disney Plus right now. Okay. streaming Cinderella. No, but did you watch it? Do you know about it before? Yeah, yeah. I think we, we got, watched okay. it. I think when we were younger, John, we watched it on like a video cassette. And I, remember, oh, I do not remember this. <laughs> I remember, I think so. I think it was one of our brother's ex girlfriends that w- w- taped it for like just for that. And then uh, okay. I just remember Brandy singing. <laughs> That's all I remember at the time. And but I do remember the time when it came out that people were like discussing how she's like Cinderella, basically. Was this like the hype of Moesha or like after? It Moesha? is the I hype think. of Moesha when oh, even Moesha her album, was like, I in think. its second like, season. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but it was the first time that Disney has approached uh, a person like uh, a person of color who plays a princess too. So um, yeah. that's interesting because this is like you know prior to like a princess and the frog and whatnot. And we get we kind of discussed that on on the podcast too. Uh, but yeah, thank you again. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. I'm Derek Sykes. And this has been the freaking awesome podcast.